this is Phalanx Man. Unfortunately, due to scheduling conflicts, um, we were not able to release the War in Afghanistan episode on the 4th like we had planned. Um, but it will be coming out on the 11th, Saturday the 11th of this month. So in its place for this sort of belated weekend episode, we have another in-between. This one's a little eclectic, given its sort of uh, late notice. This is just some audio from some uh, interviews and uh, a sermon that I thought were really on point. First, we've got a, an excerpt from Victor Orban's interview with Tucker Carlson. Victor Orban is the president of uh, the nation of Hungary, which is one of the only countries uh, in Europe that has not taken in a bunch of uh, uh, Muslim, you know, refugees, with the exception of, I believe, Poland. Poland is not it either. And coincidentally, these are also two countries that has not had a single Muslim terrorist attack. The interesting thing about Hungary is that the government in Hungary, uh, which is headed up by Viktor Orban, um, is explicitly Christian. Uh, Hungary has a very long history of being an Orthodox country because of this, in an effort to protect their Orthodox tradition and culture. Orban has refused to take part in the refugee resettlement program through the European Union. And because of this, he's been um, targeted with a lot of character assassination in the media in Europe. He's really the uh, redheaded stepchild of the European Union. The other leaders absolutely despise him because he will not take part in their Marxist uh, co uh, coordinated collapse of Europe. Uh, so without further ado, this is Tucker Carlson's, part of Tucker Carlson's interview with Viktor Orban. In 2015, hundreds of thousands of migrants appear on your southern border. They appear all over Europe. They stream into Germany. The rest of the EU says, welcome, please come. We can handle it. We're strong enough. Hungary stands alone in saying no. Why? Why did you take a different position on, on migration from other European countries? That was the only reasonable behavior. If somebody without getting any per permission on behalf of the Hungarian state cross your border, you have to defend your country and to say, guys, stop. And if you would like to cross or you would like to come, there's a legal procedure, we have to do it. But you can't cross, you know, uh, without any kind of limitation and permission and any contribution and control of the Hungarian state. It's dangerous. You have to defend your people against any danger. And you think you have a right to do that? Of course. It's, got from the, it's coming from the God, the nature, so all arguments be with us. Because this is our country, this is our population, this is our history, this is our language, so we have to do that. Of course, if you are in trouble and there is nobody closer to you than the Hungarians, you have to be helpful. But you can't say simply that, okay, it's a nice country, I would like to come here and to live here because it's a nicer life. This is not a human right to come here, no way, because it's our land. It's a nation, it's a community, families, history, tradition, language. Saying what you just said, which I think will seem obvious to a lot of our viewers, was very offensive to a lot of countries in Western Europe, to their leaders. Yeah, because because the Euro many European countries decided to open a new chapter of their own history of the nation. They call it a new society. 
which is a post-Christian, post-national societies. They believe firmly that if different communities, even huge number of, let's say, Muslim communities, and the original inhabitant, let's say, Christian communities are mixed up, the outcome of this will be good. There is no answer whether it will be good or bad, but I think it's very risky. And the chance that it will be not good, but it will be very bad, is obvious. And each nation has the right to take this risk or to reject this risk. We Hungarians decided not to take that risk, to mix up our society. That's the reason why they attack Hungary so harshly, and that's the reason why my personal reputation is very bad. Additionally, we have a, an expert excerpt from Part of the Problem podcast. Um, this is Dave Smith's podcast. He's a libertarian comedian and um, who's also <clears throat> Jewish, but he's one of the good ones. He, while I don't agree with him on several points, I really respect him because he's one of the few honest people out there. He's willing to um, give honest appraisals of ideologies that even, you know, on any ideology, even ones that he thinks are reprehensible. And I thought it was very interesting, his take on the alt-right. I think he really hits it on the head, hits the nail on the head. Here you go. This is what, if the alt-right is a response, in my opinion, to two things. It's a response to the left, and it's a response to the neocons. What they're basically saying is that the left hates white people and the neocons are run by fucking Jews who only care about Israel. Now, maybe those are kind of blanket things to say that aren't 100% of the time true, but there's definitely a lot of truth to both of them. And if you have the left who's lecturing white people about, the, the, like the left is, uh, so many of the social justice woke left people hate white people. It's so obvious. They fucking hate white people. And their message is, is basically the following. It goes, we're playing identity politics. I want to see more people of color in positions of power. I want to see more women in positions of power. So in other words, everyone except white men, I want to see in more positions of power. And it is a horrible, horrible thing to be a minority. Even when a society has written laws and done all these things to make it better for minorities, it's a horrible thing to be a minority. And we fucking hate white people. And by the way, white people are going to be a minority in a few years in this country. That is their message. I'm really not adding much to it. Can you understand where there might be a movement of white people who aren't looking forward to being a minority? When people are literally telling them, we hate you and it's horrible to be a minority? Do you get where it comes from? I'm just saying, do you see what's happening here? I mean, do you see what the grievance is? Do you want to try? If you're not going to address what the grievances are, how do you even like have this conversation? It's like, do you think that the left... The, the left who talk about the browning of America and the evils of white men. Do you think when white people become a minority in this country, they're going to go, okay, we're even. Water under the bridge. We don't hate white people anymore. Or do you think they're going to go, now's the time to really put the boot on the f***ing neck? Finally, we have an excerpt from a homily that was given by an Assyrian Orthodox priest. I have no idea of the man's name. But he gave a homily of condemnation of these 
leaders in uh, in various countries that are are um, imposing these vaccines and mask mandates and such on the populace of their countries and points out there's really tyranny and that you know they're going to find out they're going to find out how how serious their situation is when they're at the pearly gates and they're before their righteous judge without further ado here we go selfish leaders selfish generation selfish 21st century selfish you will destroy yourself by yourself what does it benefit a man if he gains the whole world yet at the end loses himself who so what you're a prime minister so what you're a president so what you're a king so what you're a church leader so what if you don't have jesus you are nothing nothing stop enslaving people and enough lies enough lockdowns this is slavery and enough so-called corona it can be treated quite easily with proven medications not untested so-called experimental vaccines done by evil intentions let bill gates jab himself with it let the rockefeller jab themselves with it let the rothschild jab themselves with it let klaus schwab jab himself with it let george soros jab himself with it enough stupidity enough shame on such generation shame If you do not come back from this evil deed, you will not find mercy in the end. And I can assure you, I don't care if you're a Christian or not, with all love and respect. When your spirit leaves the body, my dear friend, let me tell you, I've been there, I've done it, I've seen it, I know it. When the spirit leaves the body, Jesus is the only one. You say there is no God? Tough luck. You'll get the shock of your life when you see Jesus, the only God, calling you to Him and saying, Come here, give an account, tell me, what have you done? What are you going to do then, Mr. Prime Minister, Premier? What are you going to do then, Mr. President? What are you going to do then, Mr. King? What are you going to do there, Mr. Pope and Patriarch and Archbishop and Bishops and Priests? What are you going to do? This will not save you. It is the heart. And we will see you next week.